From Labradoodles to Cronuts, the world loves a hybrid. So today, businesses are taking a smarter hybrid cloud approach using the tools, platform, and expertise of IBM. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. I love this song. This is Feel the Way I Want. Caroline Rose off the album Superstar. And the album cover is dope. It is fantastic. And this gal is phenomenal. This Maybe it's just All right. It's View from the Cheap Seats. Sklar Brothers here coming at you with some hot sports takes. I don't know if they're hot takes. But they're, I mean, they're takes. Luke, lukewarm takes. No, this is uh, a real take. A real, real take. So we were all set to talk about how Jeter didn't get a full, you know, 100% of the vote, which, which is ridiculous. Are you joking? Who, 396 out of 397. Who's the guy from Boston who didn't do it, right? He's got to be from Boston. Yeah. He's like Jeter. Some who doesn't think Derek Jeter over 3,000-something, 3,500 Mr. Hits. November, guy does everything. Five World Series, guy's been in more. He's literally the captain and the leader of the Didn't team. Did he hit a home run in his last game? Yeah. Last at bat? Guy's just game. unbelievable. All right, he's a short, maybe the greatest shortstop of all time, arguably. This guy doesn't get in. He doesn't get in on a first ballot in your in your eyes. You're just doing it to be a dick. We were going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. Instead, we're going to talk about something because it was upstaged by one of the worst Basketball brawls. I mean, people are saying it's worse than the the Malice of the, the Palace. Palace in Auburn Well, Hills. except it didn't really. It did didn't it, go into the fans, but it was. Oh, it did, it did go into the fans a little bit, but it wasn't against the fans. Not, here, so here's what happened. Kansas and Kansas, Kansas State, bitter rivals, just like Michigan and Michigan State, just like Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Rivalries are bitter. That's fine. That fuels sports. It's okay to hate another school and to, be, to want to knock them out. However... Kansas had, was winning the game by a lot. Kansas was up 81-59. They're up 22, 22 points on this game. This game is over and out of reach. And by the way, was there like no time left on the clock? Yeah, they were winding the game down, and Kansas was trying to wind the clock down with just a few seconds left. Kansas State was supposed to lay off of the of yeah, the players. You just, the guy dribbles it out. At and that that's point, him. you just let him dribble it out. So he was kind of dribbling when, it out. And they... Probably felt like Kansas was maybe running the score up on him. And I think they were. I think they proud. There probably was some trash talk throughout the game. There probably was some other stuff that happened. Extracurriculars. So the guy from a guy from Kansas State steals the ball, which you shouldn't. It's kind of like a known thing that you just you know, don't do. No, that. Don't do that. It's like steals you know, the ball from a guy who's trying to dribble out the clock and end the game, and then goes in for a layup and gets fouled. Blocked and kind of fouled. No, he didn't. He gets blocked. He gets kind of fouled. And then the guy who blocked it stands over him on top of him. This is a guy who's been suspended before. Was out for like a year or two or something like that and then came back. Stands over him as if to say, don't do you disrespected that. I just blocked your shit. And this way I feel. And then everyone got you didn't need to stand didn't need to stand over the guy you blocked him you did by the way you did what you had to do you blocked him and you just block him walk and walk away. off the court or block or block him and go to your fan base and pump up your fan base you won the game by 22 you just blocked this guy who tried to do something and he couldn't finish with standing did. over a guy is the dumb thing to do then even dumber 
These guys come in and start fighting, and the fight dribbles into the stands. That same guy who stood over the guy picked up a chair. Thankfully, an assistant coach stomped on a guy. Stomped, stomped on, on a guy. Guys. Randy Moss and just stomped on his neck twice. So here's the crazy thing. Kansas is ranked number third in the country. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose a lot of guys. They're I gonna- think they have to. If you are the NCAA, you can't you- allow this shit to okay, happen. Okay, NCAA, you are the weakest governing body I've ever seen. Ever. You had FBI proof. That schools like Kansas, Kansas, made Arizona, deals with Adidas. Sean Miller is on the phone promising DeAndre Ayton $100,000. You can't get more unless you are a, a young kid and an FBI agent posing as a 17-year-old kid who receives the money in your hand from someone. It someth- doesn't get more red-handed than that. And didn't do a goddamn thing. So now's your chance to do something here. And I hate to say it, the problem is it could have ended with the guy standing over him. You get a technical, maybe that guy's suspended for a couple games. That ends right there. But it got so much worse. The the Kansas dug, and you're at home. You dig yourself such a deeper Huggins? hole. Is that Bob Huggins? No, Huggins is West no, Virginia. No, it's a Bruce Weber. He used to be the coach for uh, Illinois. Bruce Weber, I did see the coaches afterwards. Yeah, Bill Self can sit up there all he wants, coach of Kansas, and say – it's a disgrace, and we shouldn't. Have, but dude, dude you you're gonna ha- you're gonna lose players probably for good. I think for the year, for sure, till the end of the year, guys are gonna be suspended. Like like Kansas might have four guys left on the team. Yeah, because yeah. everyone cleared the bench. Everyone came out. Everybody who threw punches. Anything and picked less up than four or five guys out for the year and maybe out forever. And the NCAA says, okay, this behavior is fine. So it's really what the NCAA, what type of message so do they want to send? now we sit and wait. Now we sit and wait and try and see who's the NCAA going to be. Are you going to be the kind of institution that just says, eh, yeah. let it happen. Yeah. Just forever. like you did with the FBI report that was so detailed about coaches cheating and programs that are traditionally and by the, the way if you do it and send a message to Kansas, you're not doing this to some college that's ranked 80th you're doing it to the, you do it you're sending the message that it doesn't matter where you sit it doesn't Someone matter one could have been seriously hurt forever in yeah. that game or fans could have been hurt if you throw a chair and it misses the guy you're going at you could go after a fan and then the Hit school a kid get, school gets what sued if you, what if you bring your five-year-old daughter to a game six-year-old daughter sitting under the hoop and then all of a sudden a chair comes flying and you hurt hits this him in kid. the head and then they can't see anymore like that's possible in the melee and in the craziness that that was happening at in this fight this can't be a lot and you can't just give like five game suspensions this is you can't find these kids. They're By not the way, getting paid. Or maybe you find them. Find Adidas. But the guys the wor- who are yeah. paying them. The worst, the worst punishment that should go towards the the kid from Kansas State. There is no punishment. You play till the end of the game. If this guy's going to run the ball, maybe you're not supposed to do that. That's the unwritten rule. But there's no basketball rule that says How you can't. How about this? How about this? You're winning by 22 points. Guy steals the ball and does a layup. Let, let him, him take do it. it. And just laugh at and him. And go point at the scoreboard. Scoreboard. Laugh at him as he or runs block back. him or block him and walk, and walk away. away. So they made so many mistakes, and the NCAA has to get this right. We are talking to you, NCAA, right now. You've got to get this right. I'm talking guys banned from the for the rest of the season, and maybe and maybe maybe, maybe a whole year until this time next year, and maybe something for the coaches for not being able to hold their guys back and show them how to do it right. I mean, that's a hard thing to push, but like that would then tell Fines. everybody. Fines. Fines for the coaches. Or I'm you not. lose recruits. Or you cannot play in the – how about this? You can't play in the uh, in NCAA the NCAA tournament, tournament this year. Would that suck? 
Can't play in any postseason tournament. Can't play in the Big 12 tournament. Can't play in the postseason tournament. That's what's got to happen. It was ridiculous. Go watch the video, man. It is insane. You know what else is insane? Ben Bailey on the show. Ben Bailey on the show coming up. And then High Vital. We start with basketball. We end with basketball. Cash Cab's Ben Bailey on the other side of this music He break. talks about his dad's love of tennis because we already did the interview. So I thought I'd play a little uh, tennis for from our, our friends. friends. The band uh, Patrick and Elena put out a fantastic new album. This is called Need Your Love. I love these guys so much. Uh, stay with us. Hey, if you're in San Diego tonight, come see us. We're at the American Comedy Company, 730 and 10. Same thing tomorrow. 730 and 930. 730 and 930. These shows are going to sell out. We'll see you there. We'll be back after the break. Ben Bailey. Hey, everybody, it's Elaine Welteroth, and I'm hosting a new podcast called Built to Last by American Express, where we will dive deep into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Our debut season will focus on Black-owned small businesses that need our support now more than ever. In each episode, we feature the story of a Black business trailblazer that has inspired a modern Black-owned business. First up is Pinky Cole of Atlanta's food truck turned restaurant, Slutty Vegan. We'll also chat with Hanifa Muemba, the cutting edge designer behind the Hanifa 3D digital fashion show. Plus, we'll check in with Issa Rae, our modern day renaissance woman. We hope that it encourages all of our listeners to support these businesses as well as the black owned businesses in your own communities. Tune in for these amazing stories and others on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't want to do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash dellemc. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, we're so excited to have this guy on. He's an old friend of ours, a comedian we, I would say, in some ways came up with and uh, yeah, in New man. York and then here in L.A. He's out here a bunch, and he did the show Cash Cab for so long and was so great on that. It was oh, a joy. Thank you, man. Uh, ben Bailey, thank you for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. And Cash Cab is still going, believe still it or not. Going. It was gone and back. and uh, Back again? Yeah, now we're back uh, and we're on Bravo. Discovery brought us back and then after two years didn't pick us up and then bravo was like hey we want you so. because it's such a good i love that that remember the days in this business where if you wrote a script for one place people would be like yeah they didn't pick it up it's damaged goods and you're right. like but yeah. it's still a good goddamn script and yeah, then yeah now i feel like places are more apt to say i don't care that they you're a dummy for letting this go yeah like yeah. discovery you're dumb for letting that go it's almost like if you want to talk about sports, it's almost like players. You're like, Richard Sherman, he's done. He's done in Seattle. And San Francisco's like, we'll take him. And then all he's of a sudden, he's, and he's still good. And he's and still he's good. Still good yeah. So now you're on Bravo. Uh, do you ever drive Andy Cohn around? Uh, not yet, no. Not yet. I no, think that but, might be next. Uh, we've uh, had some uh, some Bravo people in there, though. We had a real couple housewives? of guys. Yeah, we had a real housewife mm -hmm. from Marge. Someone from, did they not know? I don't, they probably didn't know shit. <laughs> they actually did pretty well. Did they? Wow. We had two guys from Million Dollar Listing. 
Oh, okay. Uh, Frederick and uh, I just I don't know those guys. I should I don't know, know those, those guys but either. I don't know. Them I know that guy. But you they know were Frederick? fun. I know Frederick. You know Frederick? Frederick was fun. He was cool. He seems like he's fun. Everyone so, was like kind of warning me without saying it, like this guy might be awful. Oh, really? But he, I liked him. I thought I had a good time. I mean, here's he's like a high energy kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, what positive? You know? Yeah. What's he's like a guy who, who uh, has yeah. Like energy instead of like comedic instincts. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, like the guy who yeah, comes out there, yeah. he's like, he should warm up a crowd. Yeah, yeah he totally. should warm up the. He can warm up a crowd. Uh, but, he is that guy. You're absolutely right. But you're. But what I love about that show is you're. <laughs> there's not a lot of time, and you do have a lot of business to take care of, and, and you're yet also you're still freaking funny. driving a car. You like have to do so <laughs> and much, your, and your personality still comes through, and you're still funny. Oh well, thank you, man. I tried hard. It's like you're absolutely right. There's a lot to get in there. There's not a lot of room for funny. So but, I'm just like mugging for the camera, making no, silly I, faces. No, 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 what no. you do really well, which is something that I feel like comedians understand, is you read the room. You, you react off of what's being given to you. Right, so a right. question comes out, someone doesn't know it, however they're reacting to whatever the question is. If, it. if it's an easy question and they're taking a long time, your reaction to that is funny. Oh, thank you. You're man. sort of like, what the, yeah, what's like, happening right now? You know, like I mean? I'm so with you guys that, yeah. at home, wondering why, why these people, we, why, why is this you not just say Niagara Falls That's and right. get on to the next? <laughs> what's another giant waterfall in, in North America? In, in Canada, where is another place where people have imaginary Canadian girlfriends? Niagara Falls. <laughs> breakfast Club. Uh, nice subtle so Breakfast Club reference. Sure. Do you sure. feel like you have just all this crazy? Uh, not silly useless, knowledge. but just silly knowledge just swirling around your head because of what you've done, or do you just exit it as soon as you're done off I think, the show? I think uh, a lot of silly knowledge swirling around in my head is a pretty good description of it, because <laughs> I'm like cramming it in there on the fly, yeah. so it's in there, but and then it's it just, just like comes in out pile. in a weird moment. You're like <laughs> yeah. shopping at D'Agostino's. Oh, yeah, let me tell you something about yeah, you know, I'm sorry. Let this me tell bread you. that I learned yeah, or whatever. This, yeah. yeah, let me tell you about the cutie <laughs> orange. It started in 1991. Um, the tangerine is named for the city that it was once really? shipped from, Tangiers. Really? Yeah, that's actually oh true. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> this is information that you have. Uh, well, there is a games. There is a gamesmanship to it, and, and when we think about... Uh, sports, I think sports is starting to evolve in a really interesting way in that like eSports is the biggest goddamn thing in the world. They are building an eSports stadium in state like a, a arena, I guess is what I would call wow. it in kind of near the no, forum wait, e- in esports, LA. you mean like fantasy football kind no, of thing? No, no, no. Like, like, what's like video games like Fortnite. Oh, right, right. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that stuff. They're building an arena a, just for so that. So people can watch so people, people play people can video. watch people play video games wow. on a big screen so, and watch So people can basically be the little brother to the big brother who's on the video right. game. I Watching was like, people well, play video games. That's why crazy. are you building an arena? This should be in the basement of the Staples Center. Just yeah, like everyone's exactly. in the basement of their house. Yeah, so put it down there. Put some paneling. Yeah. Set up an old like seventies room, and the whole match so is over when just someone's mom gets over the god mic and is like dinner. Yeah, yeah. Or she just comes through with the vacuum. Yeah. I mean, we're joking about it, but it is. <laughs> we're joking about it, but it is it's humongous it business. That's crazy. I think about Scrabble tournaments. I think about spelling bees, and it's a lot of that is and chess. A lot of that is strategy and knowledge yeah. and being able to put. Forth. I mean, I I think about the most recent. 
where they put like the champions of the champions on Jeopardy, like the, the yeah. best yes. of the best, yep. yes, yep. together on that Jeopardy week, and it that went was off. huge. It was huge. Yeah, everybody was into it. Everybody's telling me about it. Any but, trivia thing, right? Everyone so, reports to me so, about it. So that's the kind of thing that. It's exactly like sports when you think about it. Because well, it's beautiful there's, because there's like a champion here, someone who's like kicked ass, and then you've got these other guys who have just kicked ass, and then you put them all you together. You put them head to head to see who's the best of the best. People in sports do that all the time. I mean, right. that's what people who's wish. Who's better? I mean, Derek Jeter just got into the Hall of Fame yesterday, and you're like, well, who is he the best shortstop of all time? Wait, wait, wait. He, Ozzy Smith was this, and then wait, wait, wait. There's right. Yeah, and everyone's Reese like Michael and- Jordan, LeBron James. They're like, how can we... Everyone wishes they could bat- match them up against each other. Well, Scrabble, or Scra- Scrabble, but uh, Jeopardy, it... You know, you can't be necessarily aged out of it. So if you were right. a massive champion five years ago and there's a massive champion this year, you can put them head to head. And that kind of thing is what what generates excitement and it's hype. Something you can do in trivia, but something you can't do in like on the actual court. Right. Because skills deteriorate. Right. Which is yeah. just fascinating. But yeah, I you do can't th- actually put those guys against each other. No. So what's the same? get too old. What are the similarities? <laughs> I know. And there would be Michael Jordan would literally, when you say break your ankles... <laughs> He would literally break his ankles. <laughs> um, I think it's interesting that the strategy on Jeopardy changed. The one guy that was a professional gambler. Oh yeah, that who guy. came along or a yeah. professional poker player. Poker player. Right. Yeah. Just changed the way everything. Like Isn't he would try great? to like win a little bit and then go for the daily double and then make it a true daily double every single time. So and he would like try to rack up as much as he could and then double the money. So he didn't win as many times or he he, he wasn't a champion as, as long as Ken the other guy, Jennings, Ken Jennings, or, yeah, was. Exactly. But he won more money. Yeah. And then that changed the whole, after Which, like 40 years, like however long it yeah, changed, he, buys played away. he, put he applied to, He applied a poker strategy to Jeopardy. To Jeopardy, so that's, yeah. this, so that's basically, I don't know if you saw Moneyball, the movie, but that's basically mm-hmm. what the Oakland A's tried to do to baseball because right. they said you we know, can't compete we're even though we're Oakland and that is a large market there's San Francisco here we can't compete with the, the Yankees, Yankees with the Yankees in terms budget. of who we're buying yep. you know like we yep. can't buy the Yankees got Garrett Cole this year for 300 million dollars because they're the goddamn Yankees their right. their deal with the Yes network is humongous so they're going to they're going to get the if there's a huge free agent they're going to get him Right. Gene Carlos Stanton, we got him. Aaron Judge, we're going to pay him. You know, uh, we're just going to pay. Roldis Chapman, boom, you're Whoever paid. Whoever it is, yeah, Whoever go it is, back. They get it. You're going to get paid. So All the way Oakland back to A-Rod said, and so way before, right? Oakland yeah. said, let's go into the numbers and see if we can't pick up guys who very cheap. We know once they actually get good, the Yankees will pluck them away from us, but for right. several years, and then we'll just move on to the next little guy. Right. And see if we can do it. It's just, it's a poker strategy applied yeah. to the recruiting. And now all the And it worked, start. right? Now, was, yeah, uh, but that changed was, the game. Yeah. So now all teams are doing that. They're like, well, we can't get this big splash guy, but these two guys equal that guy. Right. So if we get these two guys and then up and down the lineup, like all the numbers kind of get close, then, then we can win. Essentially done the same thing. Yeah. Or, or a right. team like the Tampa Bay Rays, who were as good as the Yankees this year, and they do it with like a, a minuscule in Tampa Bay, where they it's don't even amazing. sell it out of minuscule budget. It's 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 Is it really, one guy who who basically did that. So the guy uh, that, um, yeah, Billy Bean, Bean kind of started Billy it. Bean, that's and, right. In yeah. his and then his protege, who was played by uh, Jonah Hill in the movie, but like they, they started it. So Brad Pitt played Billy Bean, and then the Jonah right. Hill played the protege, the the other guy who kind of really started, but. Now you got guys everywhere. Like analytics is is everything. They literally study every aspect. Everything but uh, cheating. 
Yeah, but stealing signs, <laughs> stealing and signs, and cheating, and all that dumb shit. <laughs> yes. uh, so we talked about sports a little bit with you before you get on the air, and you have a very interesting take on it, which I think is fascinating. And no, we have really not had anybody who's come on the show and had this attitude. It's very weird. My whole thing with sports, I, which I, you don't watch it. I don't really watch sports because because I, if I'm sitting there watching, I'm thinking I could uh, be out playing. Right, <laughs> and you like playing? What I love hockey. You hockey really love is hockey. my favorite sport. Do you play roller hockey or I, I play ice, ice hockey. hockey. I play ice hockey in Manhattan. No, right? in Jersey. In Jersey. Yeah. Wait. So you're six six. So what are you like six nine on the skates? Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> that's awesome. But like you know. I just don't follow. I've never been a guy who follows sports. Right. It just it wasn't like that in my house growing up. What did you, so mom or dad wasn't didn't have teams that they just loved. No, no my so, dad loved tennis. Really, he's a tennis nut. He still is. So, so, so would you watch? So you are we around the same age? So you remember like the McEnroe Borg and all those? Yes. Like, Wimbledon. So I just showed yes, my absolutely. son. I just showed my eleven year old son the Fire and Ice documentary. Oh, on nice. HBO McEnroe and Borg, and like he's like, <laughs> wait, he's just yelling at that judge, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that McEnroe. <laughs> but I'm like, but I'm like, it's just about, what he did. Yeah. But think about what that did. Okay. It, it was brilliant, and I don't even know if he knew at 20 or 19, 20, 21, how brilliant it was. Because now you take, in a match between you against another guy, all tennis up to that point was, I'm playing against you, and if this guy's beating me by points and just beating me point, 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 and it's just a chess game where no one's speaking, then you're locked into that thing. But as soon as he starts attacking this judge right that he changes other, the whole dynamic kill that momentum. other person you, you gotta kill, wait yeah. you gotta wait it kills momentum McEnroe yeah. gets to catch his breath right he gets to like regain McEnroe wasn't a, a big conditioning guy he was like the guy who was like I want to win my matches in two in three sets if right. it goes four maybe if it goes five I'm losing so his chances of winning if it went farther because he's like I don't want to run he right. never loved to do like Borg was like <laughs> running up hills and and really conditioned himself, but he just was that. Just was fascinating. So that was the longest match, the, the, oh. the Wimbledon final between those two in like yeah, it was 85, the longest five, 80, 80, eighty. Was it that 80, far back? 80? Eighty. That was the first time I stayed up late enough to see Letterman. <laughs> because my, I was watching with my dad. He said he could so stay up until the end of it. Maybe yeah, it I thought it was 82. a little later than eighty. Maybe it was eighty-two or eighty-three. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so then, by the time the match ended. It was pretty late, and my father just fell asleep immediately, and I just stayed quiet, and so he not to wake him, and he would make me go to bed. And then Letterman came on. It's amazing, and it was uh, it was hilarious. It was Doctor Ruth was the guest, Jesus. and then he brings out Magic Johnson, and the gag is that he just sits on Doctor Ruth. It's a dummy, and her like legs go straight out. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. So we have a great. And a crazy Dr. Ruth story. I mean, it's not crazy in that, like, she taught us how to have sex. But, I mean, this is just... <laughs> so, Dr. Ruth, like, so Jay and I, when we first moved to New York, this is when we first, in 94, we started to do comedy. Yeah, this is right around when I, when time. we would have first right, met. Right, right. Yeah. We probably met, like, 95, 96 when we started yep. doing the clubs. So, we first come to New York in 94, and we had a friend who I believe is, like, at this point, I got to talk to him. Like I've been communicating with him, Ari Ackerman. He's, I believe, he might be or was part owner in the Miami Marlins, like part of the ownership group that owns the Miami Marlins, which is crazy, crazy. And his family, Ari Ackerman, is a familiar name. Yeah, very, very wealthy family in New York. Uh, but he was a guy who you never knew that we went to Israel with him a semester abroad, and 
you would never know it. Like that's the best kind of guy because like right, he yeah, never flaunted anything. Like you knew nothing about it. Not the way he behaved. Not the way he treated people. He was very sweet and never flaunted that ever. So he invites us to a break the fast for Yom Kippur right. at his parents' house, which <laughs> they give it the address and we're like Fifth Avenue, 82nd Street. Didn't realize it's cross from the Met. Cross from the Met. It's one of those places you open the elevator and you're in their place. Okay. Right. Wow. Dormant there are no other apartments on the floor. Nothing. They right. have that floor, and then they got the floor up above. They had like both floors <laughs> across, like overlooking the Met. Right. Gorgeous wow. building. It was so beautiful. We go in, and there's this like beautiful setup for the three. We'd been to synagogue. We come here. It's like this beautiful meal and everything. And then the Yankees were playing in the it was in the World Series, in the World Series, yeah, or in the playoffs at that point. It was like the playoffs. playoffs yeah. Yankees were playing in the playoffs. And we're like, we got to find a TV. There's got to be a TV in here, okay? Like someone's watching right. in a back room. So someone's like, it's on in the back room over there. So we walk down this hallway. I mean, it's like a Woody Allen apartment. It's like right. huge. No, it's no, like, it's so much bigger. There's like a ballroom and a kitchen <laughs> and a living room. So we and go a, down this hallway. We go down this a ballroom. Central Park. Yeah. East side of Central Park. You know what I'm you saying? Like, okay, so we go down and <laughs> there's like a long hallway. And then we go into the room and there's like a small kind of cute little den where there is a small TV in a beautiful built-in bookshelf and a, and, and a little couch where right. people are sitting there. It's close quarters. Right. We walk in there and who is watching the Yankees game but a random guy Marvin Hamlish and Dr. Ruth Westheimer. We were like, what the, f- what is happening? And then we sat and watched the rest of the we game. We sat and watched the rest of the game guys. with yeah. those guys. Oh, yeah. awesome. We were like making comments about the game, but it was like, as <laughs> Jeter gets Hamlish. in the Hall of Fame, Dr. Ruth! Like, Dr. I Ruth. I love that Dr. Ruth couldn't handle the break the fest. She had to get away to watch the watch game. Watch the Yankees. She is apparently a big fan, huh? I know. Jesus That's hilarious. She's Remember though, when the Yankees won in the 90s? Like, this is how big New York was. So mm. the Yankees are poised to potentially make a deep run next year. They made a run this year, but they're saying that the Yankees might be the favorites to come. Some people are come out of the American League next year. Unless the Astros I remember unless sign the, stealing. You're right, exactly. Unless there's a new sign right. stealing. However, I Shame. remember Shame. The, I remember the Yankees winning, and it was a big deal. But then you'd go to, like, the East Village to, like, 5th and A and B over to, what was the name of the bar that we went Ace to? Bar. Ace The Ace Bar. The Ace fifth, Bar. 5th yeah, between A and B, which now is probably, like, gorgeous with, like, beautiful doorman it's condos. It's very different from what it was then, for so, sure. But yeah. I remember going over there and it being, like, just a regular Thursday night. Like, no one even knew that the Yankees were playing. Right. You know what I mean? There's this. <laughs> yeah. New York is so big that there are huge pockets that just don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Times Square is buzzing and going nuts, and it's crazy. But then down there, it's like, yeah, like, it's Thursday uh, night. Yeah, we're having a, a bluegrass jam, huh? <laughs> <laughs> $2 beers. bar tonight. $2, $2 drafts, yeah. $2 so drafts. you play hockey. Are you a defenseman, or where do you no, play? No, I play I'm, I forward. Play forward. I, play, I end up playing center mostly now. Can you check in your league or not? No checking. No, no checking. it's an old guy league. Oh, yeah. old guy league. Like, everybody's like, please be careful. Don't let the... Yeah, well, it's like, don't... don't we, nobody wants to get hurt. Right. Everybody's got mouths to feed. It's like, we want to be able to keep doing this. Right. And we everybody, go to work. you break a hip, you can't drive a cab. <laughs> yeah, you're, in, you're in real trouble. <laughs> right. So you're, and so this is like, this is how you sweat. So for me, it's pick up basketball, but for you, right. it's like, pick, it's like pick up hockey, pick up hockey. basically. Yeah. Isn't it fun though, though, that, cause I'm sure those are dudes and there are dudes there who you never see in any other aspect of your life except there. Yep. And you have that camaraderie of you take a break and it's, it's the game. Isn't that the best? It is. That's, it's such a great thing. Like I, I just started playing again like maybe three years ago. 
a buddy of mine that I grew up with was like, "Hey, man, I don't, I don't know if you know, but I'm playing hockey right like a half a mile from your house." And you had every Tuesday you, night, and you had skates. Or I did didn't you know. I didn't skates? have anything. Oh, so you had wow. to get it was all gone. I had to get all new equipment and yeah. everything. But I was like, you know what? Probably, I think cool. I'm probably a better when you get new equipment that it feels good, dude. I I had it on in my house. You know, I was like, <laughs> I was walking around. Like, <laughs> this was is like, great, man. I'm gonna take play. it off. So excited. Take it off. That's so funny. That's great. It's been a great thing, and a big part of it is the camaraderie camaraderie with yeah. the other guys like we hang around we have a couple of beers after and it's like that, it's just a great group of guys isn't that tuesday great? night game tuesday, tuesday night game yep. tuesday got, night hockey god we used to play roller hockey in new york nice on chelsea that's Piers. hard man roller hockey is tough chelsea well, i mean Piers. if you're used to ice hockey especially. i know because the ice hockey there is that chance of like i can go really fast and then i can stop like i'm on skis i'll hockey stop this thing before i actually fly into the boards whereas you can't yeah. do you gotta you kind of some guys to... can do the hockey stop on rollerblades oh my god uh, then you're gonna ruin your wheels yeah i don't know it's just that's a weird animal to me apparently roller hockey is faster than ice hockey they say. is it that's really? what they say yeah wow it was, I loved it. It was right on Chelsea Piers outside. Nice. It'd be like, you're on that pier where they have the, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like they yeah. have the rink out there. God, remember when Chelsea Piers was built and they had yeah. the whole gym in there and the other stuff? It was just It's still, like, it's still improving. It's, they have this crazy uh, hockey training facility in there. Wow. Which I was trying to get into. I was, when we were filming, I was like, I want to just go into like two sessions with these guys. Let me just goof They have an ice a- treadmill. What? Yeah, so it's you're a just giant like thing on that your spins, skates. and you can just skate in place and analyze your your skating style, which is what I wanted to do. But that's like so I didn't make it. It was like uh, UN week, and traffic was so bad that I just bailed. <laughs> like, UN I, week. I can't get there. Like, I can't get you're there. You're like a mile and a quarter from me, and I just can't get like to you. It's, <laughs> it's never gonna walk. happen. You We're close walk. enough. I should have walked. I should have walked in your skates. Yeah, but all, with, with the, the guards, skate yeah. guards on, all your equipment, Jeez. huge bags. I love that you do that. Any other things that you play or do just to... I play golf. Do you really? I'm pretty, yeah, I'm, I'm into golf. I like you golf good? a lot. I'm okay. I'm probably like a 10. 10 That's not just 10 okay. Or a 12. Well, it depends who you're playing with. So you, you shoot in the mid to low 80s. Yeah. That's amazing. Usually 85. That's awesome. Or, you know. Where do you play in New York? Uh, I play like... I live, in, I live in Morris County, New Jersey, okay. and there's good public courses, like really nice ones. That's great. Like five of them, so... I just play those. Pair up with some randos and just go. Yeah, that's the one part that's like, if you show up and you just get like, paired with some right, dudes. And if they're like, hey, are you the guy from Cash Camp? I don't know why they're Southern. Oh, in New Jersey. In Southern I'm in Jersey to golf. Then what it's do like, you say? Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll yeah. do some trivia while we're yeah. playing golf. Quiz I'm, me, man, while I play. Hey, let's ride around in the cart, and you can yeah. ask us questions. No. How about no? no, no, no. I just, <laughs> can we just play golf? I'll do it when there becomes a, when there's a back seat in the golf cart. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There isn't, so it's, it'll never happen. F you, it's not <laughs> happening. Uh, well, I love that you play that stuff. Well, let's, should we take a break? Yes. Let's take a break, let's take, let's and uh, we'll talk about the tour you got coming up. Um, and then and we'll then, do some crickets. Yeah, we'll do some crickets. I'm playing this song right now. You ain't going nowhere. It's by the Birds. Uh, someone, my friend, told me that the the Birds. I mean, obviously, you know, we all know the Birds made like a super turn, country. Turn, album. turn, turn. Is that their song? I yeah. watched the Linda Ronstadt documentary on CNN, and uh, I watched Linda Ronstadt documentary on CNN, and they did a whole thing about how Linda Ronstadt and Emmylou Harris were um, good friends. And they were good friends after Emily Harris had been had like worked with uh, Graham Parsons, 
who was in the right. birds and then Graham right. Parsons like died of a heroin overdose and, and whatnot but like she was just distraught Emily Lou Harris was just this gorgeous beautiful voice dark haired woman and of course now her hair is white she's still beautiful and Linda Ronstadt was like oh my god she's doing what I do better than me but I'm just gonna be oh, friends wow. she's yeah. like I could hate her I could just be friends with her <laughs> and as soon as Graham Parsons died she was friends with her so alright you ain't going nowhere we'll put that in after the fact Ben Bailey is with us we're gonna talk about uh, he's got a, a kick ass tour coming up and you should all go out and see it right after this break this view from the cheap seat stay with us introducing the new verizon business unlimited plans now you can pick a plan for as low as 30 dollars a month per line with auto pay get 5g nationwide plus massive data capacity plus spam blocking features and with Verizon Business Unlimited, you can mix and match the right plans for your business so you get more of what you need and none of what you don't. From Verizon, the network businesses rely on. 5G nationwide available in 1,800 plus cities on most VZ 5G devices. Monthly per line pricing with 5 plus lines on Biz Unlimited Start. Device payment, smartphone purchase, auto pay, and paper free billing required. Terms apply. Support for this podcast comes from WGU. Do you want a more skilled and effective workforce? Do you want to build loyalty and increase employee retention? A partnership with Western Governors University could be exactly what you need. Over 300 organizations nationwide already count on WGU for valuable education benefits that lead to better prepared and more capable workers. With more than 60 accredited bachelor's and master's programs to choose from and shorter credential programs coming soon, WGU has long been a leader in making quality higher education more accessible. Flexible online learning is the key. Students can fit schooling around their existing schedules and even complete courses and degrees sooner than planned. WGU makes earning a respected degree possible with just a computer and an internet connection. Partner with WGU today to make a smart investment in your company's and employees' future. Learn more at wgu.edu partnerships. That's wgu.edu partnerships. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Uh, the great Ben Bailey is here. If you're not watching Cash Cab, it is fantastic. It's now on Discovery. When is it on? Do we know? It's when? on Bravo now. I'm oh, sorry. Well, it's uh, on Discovery now on Bravo. Sunday through Thursday at 11.30 p.m. Sunday through Thursday. Yeah. That shit but is stripped. I don't know if they're running now. We're, like we, There's a new season coming, but I, I don't think they're running the reruns of the old one right now. I think it'll actually be back on those hours in not until April. Okay. Love it, but they're still they're still playing it, and there's reruns on Game Show Network. Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I love that. Uh, and you got a tour coming up because stand up is your bread and butter. Stand up is yeah. what you always did. It's what we all go back to. Uh, yeah, creating those moments on stage that you then can like put out there into the world and get that instant reaction. It's the it's best. pretty great, right? There's I really love it. nothing like it. It's very workmanlike, you yeah. know, and workwomanlike. You know, you get to it there is. and you're like, okay, I got my jokes. We're going to see how these do. Here's my tools. Here's my tools. Here's gonna... what I've, my, this is my trade. Different every time. Like, I, I remember yeah. we were in New York and Seinfeld came in and, and to do like a little guesty and no one knew. And this is like right. Gotham. Was it a Gotham, Gotham comedy club? Yeah. And it's like, we're talking early 2000s. So right. the show had been off the air maybe four or five years. Still tremendous. Everybody watched it. Everybody yeah. knew it. It was in the zeitgeist. 25 million people. And yeah, it still is. It's still part of the vernacular. It still like, is. But people like, just reference it constantly. But back then it was like Then it enormous. was even way bigger, yeah. And he came on stage and that audience gave him 
I'm not joking, like a three-minute standing O. Wow. And then they sat down, and then, then he, he had, had to, to do, do comedy. comedy. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. were the year he was rebuilding. Like you're amazing. Now, prove to us. So I'm. So so <laughs> right? that's so that's the the sort of like it's the be careful what you wish for, you know, because yeah. if you become famous for something that that may or may not be stand up. Yes. In your case, you're now known for this thing that you do that you are funny, but you are facilitating a trivia show. You aren't doing your straight stand up. That's true. Yeah. And even Seinfeld's TV show, there was a little bit of stand up in it, but and people love to stand up, but which is brilliant to put the fact that he's a comedian in, in the, the show, show. Yes, obviously. And then the clips, you know, in the lead in, lead out, whatever is but genius. Had but like there is tangentially that... something to do with what was going on. And even when yeah. it worked, it wove into the storylines. It was yeah. even the best. Yeah. But it oh, is. But great. there is that thing where you have to deliver. And we've watched you at the improv just destroy with great comedy. And I'm sure people are like so psyched because they're like, oh, I know him. And then you entertain them. I didn't know actually... he did that. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for saying that, first of all. Um, so what's going on? It what is gonna... definitely my my real passion stand-up, as it is for you guys. Like, sure. It's where yeah. it all started. It yes. was like, I kind of stumbled into it. The first stand-up show I ever did was out here at the store. Mm. Uh, and I just knew right away, I'm like, this is what I'm doing. This is mm -hmm. it, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's still that way for me. And Cash Cab definitely changed it. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, we had our different sort of hangouts for a while but we were when we were both uh we were all in new york, new york. still but uh i had this bit about filling out a job application where you put your name in the wrong box then you know then i have to tell the guy that i live on ben bailey boulevard <laughs> rather than scribble it out and like yeah, you know you, lose the, the job yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but good. so that bit sort of changed my delivery I all of a sudden I had this, uh, you know, I'd be like, so the rule is if you screw up just one too many job interviews, uh -huh. and I, that bit sort of made me change my cadence and my delivery. I'd do it all in that voice and everything, and it it was great. It evolved yeah. into that, and the jokes seemed to hit even harder with that. Mm -hmm. And then Cash Cab came along, and if I went and talked like that on stage. Cash Cab fans were like, why, why is, he is he talking that? like that? It's not the way he is. <laughs> totally. So it was like this really rocky little period where I was like, what do, who do, who do, what I, do I do? Who, who am I going to be on stage? Who am I going to be? I'm going to have to just be. And it was really tough mm -hmm. and frustrating. It's and amazing. like, I've gotten to this point where I feel like I'm successful, but I'm like, I'm lost. Yeah. What am I, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I just had to be me. It actually made me a better comic because of it did. I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't just do that. I could go to that, but I couldn't just do that the whole time. So it's like it opened me up. It forced me to open up and do different voices and do all this different stuff. So. To use a golf analogy, it's like when Tiger Woods completely destroys his swing and breaks it down and then gets absolutely. it back up again. You're like, absolutely, it was working before, but he was doing some bad habits that would cause some issues or problems or things that were. Putting him in a or when place. you're writing a script and you're like, this is good, this is good, but if we blow up this whole story and start completely over, we could be even better. Right. Yeah, and yeah. You have that, to give it all up. You but have the pain to move of a little bit ahead. Right, the pain, pain of, of breaking it up and blowing oh. it up is so hard. But, but it was so confusing. But like, I, I was just like, what? So where are you going? going where are you going on the road? What, where are you playing? Uh, kick off the tour Saturday, this mm -hmm. Saturday, the 25th in Cleveland, House nice. of Blues in Cleveland. Awesome. We will be in Cleveland. Go to see him now and then come see us in a couple weeks. Yeah, we'll be uh, there Hilarities. at Hilarities oh, on nice. the, the 7th and 8th. I love Pickwick. Pickwick and Frolic. <laughs> yeah, I love Fantastic. that place. Yeah, that's a great Cleveland, place. Cleveland, good comedy yeah. town. Great comedy fans. They go come out. Go see him. So you go to the House of Blues in Cleveland. I'm so excited because uh, I'm 
the the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's the best. They saw that I'm coming to the House of Blues, and they've extended me an invite. So Saturday, oh, before the show, I'm going to go. Have you been? Get a, no, I have never been. Okay, and I'm so going to get like a private, like, so kick-ass we, tour of uh, yeah, the so Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Nick, I can't wait. Nick, who runs the, uh, who's just amazing, who runs the uh, comedy club, is yeah, yeah. he's c- really close with the guy, one of the managers there. And they oh, will nice. send us over there and be like, hey, look out for these oh, guys. That's so cool. It is one of my favorite museums i mean as music fans yeah. it is just the greatest you go there and you're like it's right next to where the cleveland browns play right it is just one of the greatest museums i've ever been to and yeah. if you love oh, music wait. you can just make sure you give yourself lots of time don't be yeah. like i'm, I'm gonna, gonna do it in an hour you got you know no, a lot I'm gonna, of time i'm planning to be there for for several hours yes. yeah right it's yeah. great so you're gonna be in cleveland then you're gonna be in after that cincinnati then great there's time. orlando cincinnati Atlanta. go to montgomery and boathouse Montgomery Inn in Cincinnati. Okay. Montgomery Inn Boathouse for ribs and, uh, ribs and they make and their own. Chips. They might have uh, the venue is Bogarts, and I know they have food from out some outside sort of they local might be getting joint. It from there. They, they might there. be getting their Tell ribs them to get from some uh, Grater's ice cream too. I think uh, they have it. See, there you go. I think they make have that happen. Well, you guys know Cincinnati. We know Cincinnati. Huh? I mean, look, it's, uh, so you go down to Orlando. You're going to do any Orlando, more Florida stuff? Uh, no, I think just Orlando this run, and then Atlanta. Nice. Uh, Kansas City, nice. cool. Phoenix, great. Some uh, Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. Hey, hey, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Which is, uh, you know, that's a stop on every major tour. You got to go through Jim Thorpe. That <laughs> everything goes through Jim Thorpe. <laughs> uh, it's well, funny the Jim Thorpe. I'm like, was he? He wasn't even from Pennsylvania, but he played. But he played college there. Maybe he played there. So you. Uh, Ben oh ba- yeah, maybe he played college, college ball. Benbailey.com yeah. is that where people can it's get It's the to? real, the real benbailey.com. The real benbailey.com. And here I have the list. Morristown, New Jersey, Jim Thorpe, PA, Munhall, PA, Philadelphia, PA, Scottsdale, Arizona, Huntington, New York, Beverly, Massachusetts, Kansas City, and Chicago. And you're doing cultural centers and theaters and stuff like Se- that. Places that are about the the same size as that House of Blues, like okay. uh, so small theaters and Great. Uh, I'm super excited, man. I can't wait. I love it. All right, well, go see it. TheRealBenBailey.com. Get your tickets. Uh, let's jump into some quick let's hits. Let's do some quick Because a couple stories happened this week, and we can go You don't have to know sports. We'll give you the details. It's kind uh, of crazy. Tim, okay. Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. The world's famous, <laughs> most famous virgin. Got married. <laughs> He's like, I'm saving myself until I get in. Tim so, Tebow. Okay, so we've talked about this on the show before, okay? I don't have an issue with Tim Tebow in a lot of ways. I have an issue with him in a couple ways. Okay. One, I actually think he's a great dude. I think he's a great dude and he does great things for the world. I just wish he could, if he was going to go down to South America and build houses inside of hospitals, inside of schools or whatever he's doing. Right. If he would, <laughs> like, why do you have to do that under the condition that those people convert to Christianity? Like, just on do a it. mission. Like, yeah. Just do it to mission, make the world a better place. He's a crusader. Well, yes. can your mission just be like, <laughs> my mission is to make people's lives better? I'll do it in the name of Christ. If people decide to yeah. jump on board, God bless. Is that bless. true? That they have to convert? I think that's part of the mission. But Maybe just until the thing is built, and then... The, the, if they say no, they tear <laughs> it down. They tear it down. They just come with a wrecking ball and just destroy it. They no, come no, back no. and T-bow I, it. I don't know. I don't exactly know. I've never been on a mission before, so maybe that's exactly how it works. So that's kind of crazy. So there's that. self-proclaimed virgin, yes. which fine with him. Maybe that made him more that's a thousand-year-old thinking athlete. That's... And then he just got married this past weekend to Demi Lee Nell Peters III. I don't know. I gotta add that onto it. <laughs> she sounds South very Af- impressive. South African is, Miss South Africa. I mean, to me, if you're getting married and you're Tim Tebow and you've never had sex, apparently. 
Are wow. you think he's like I want I want the vows to be perfect. I'm leaving in the traditional thing. You're not thinking about vows. Nobody's right. thinking about anything. You are thinking about about getting service. About get me upstairs, sex. Tim yeah. Tebow. You are at the goal line of your sexual blossoming. <laughs> You are not thinking about what am I going to be doing? What Get into that end zone. What You're in the flavor, red zone. What flavor Gatorade am I going to drink on the sidelines at right before heaven? You're like, I got to score. Yeah. I got to get in there. What are his stats from within the red zone? Is he, uh, uh, he was pretty efficient in college. By the way, if, if your fiance, if you call it the red zone, you're not having sex. Right. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not that yeah. time of the month where so that's he, going to happen. The guy is legitimately a virgin. So whatever screaming, I know there was a slight earthquake in uh, in California last night. There I felt was. It. I felt it too. Did you yeah. feel it? It was, it was a boom. It was, it was like, just a good. It was a, I was like, oh, the yeah. building moved. Yeah, we moved. So my question was, was that Tim Tebow just elated <laughs> in having sex? That he caused the earth to move? You know what I mean? Like, perhaps. But I, that's one of those things where it's... Oh, it's supposedly it would have happened yesterday? They. I mean, he's probably still reveling in the fact that he now can do it. This is something you can do. Remember the Imagine first time you that. learned how to masturbate? Boom. You were like 800 times a day. Imagine that you're a virgin to this point in your life, and then you're going to have sex with like a... Does he become less interesting? A woman who was, you know... Probably had it several times. But like this amazingly beautiful woman. Gorgeous. Miss Universe. Like you're going to be done before you start, man. Oh, no. He'll be done on the way to the bed. Yeah. Like, hey, can we? Oh. Next time we'll be great. Put on two condoms. Next time we'll be great. I promise you next time we'll be great. We're going to have to practice. One of Tim Tebow's big problems as an NFL quarterback for the Jets is that he was always under throw the ball. You're like, he's a lefty and he would always throw the ball and it would bounce in front of people. That was a big problem of his. So I could see him undershooting the target there as well. Uh, German football club St. Pauli questioned their presence on the UK police terror list. So German second division soccer club St. Pauli have asked police why they've appeared alongside jihadi and far right groups. Okay, because they're going to come to town and wreck it. That's what you think, Jay. They have a skull and crossbone (laughs) emblem that belongs to them that's much more common than you'd expect of a club that has spent much of its recent history in the lower leagues. Their reason for that lies largely in the club's social and political activism. Now, when you mm. think of soccer hooligans, right. you don't think of them like cleaning up a highway. No. You think Adopting of them, a highway. Adopting a highway. Adopt a highway program. They would adopt a highway <laughs> to maybe beat it. <laughs> maybe as that would be the thing. But the Hamburg-based outfit are renowned for having left-leaning and a left-leaning, left-leaning. Anti- anti-fascist following, which most soccer you know, supporters are fascists and they're crazy. Like <laughs> they're going to descend on a city and take up every seat at every vegan restaurant. <laughs> they express, they've expressed support for the plight of the Kurds in the Middle East, held banners, welcoming refugees. I want to support this group. Yeah, I do too. I like these guys. List? Yeah. And been involved with confrontation. Yeah, that's weird. Been involved in confrontations with neo-Nazis and hooligans at away games in a number of occasions. These are the guys you want there. Yeah. So why are they on the list? Just the, to like keep it even? Because they have a skull and cross. <laughs> is, it, is the list of possible terrorist threats the, trying to be politically balanced? <laughs> why does that list? That could be, by the way, that can be uneven. <laughs> right. The list, that, that list that can all should be, be uneven. It should be uneven. <laughs> there aren't bad people on all sides is what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. right here, they're the these are the guys you want at games. Like to me, I feel like even if their record doesn't warrant, and this is what I love about soccer, especially in like the English league and the German league, is that 
it, the bottom three teams. Can you imagine the worst three teams in Major League Baseball go into the minor leagues and the best three teams in the minor leagues come up? Every right. year that happens. Right. It's called relegation. They're relegated down and then the other ones move up. Can you imagine that? In the NHL, the worst three teams in the NHL go down and then the... And they become minor league teams. Minor yes. teams and the best wow. three teams move crazy. up. So that's exciting. So it, puts I, a, it, it, it keeps you from A, wanting to tank the season. You can't tank right. the season if it's yeah. like mid-league. Yeah, you got to go, 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 go all in. Hold you on know to your slot. you got to hold on to your slot. You don't want to be the bottom three. So I, like I would say even if these guys don't have a record that warrants them moving up, you move them up. Move them up. Just because of their supporters. Just I'm to keep them in there. Right. Take yeah. them off the list. Get some positivity in the world. Right? They shouldn't be on that list. They shouldn't yeah. be on that list. We should apply that to our government somehow. That Bottom three, top three. Bottom, bottom three, three, top three. If, if you're, you're out, you suck. You're so gone. You're, we need a new out. center in there. Uh, Browning Columbia uh, fa- uh, Falls School responds to a high school basketball incident. Did, you, did everybody want you to play basketball because you were so tall? I wasn't this tall. I oh, grew, really? When I did grew, you spurt up? I, when I graduated high school, I was like six foot even. Oh, really? Yeah. You and I weighed six? like 150 pounds. No way. Jeez. And then I grew like another six inches in, in, college? in college. Yeah. Amazing. So when I came home, all, I, all the coaches were like, what? Where, where were you? What was this? <laughs> where was this, Bailey? Yeah. Where were you when, man? Uh, the Browning and Columbia Falls School Districts have issued statements in uh, following an incident that happened at a basketball game this past week. Now, you are a person who's, who speaks for a living all the time, but you are careful not to say the wrong thing. The letter states that at the game, I only bring that up because of what happened yeah, here, yeah, yeah. states that at the game in Columbia Falls on Thursday, the announcer introduced the Lady Indians as the Lazy Indians. <laughs> Can't do that. Can't do it. The letter from Columbia Falls uh, High School principal. Because that's a slide on the entire Native American <laughs> that's right. people. Principal Jennifer yeah. Wagner and activities director Everett Armstrong calls the comment inexcusable. Well, the person could have screwed up. It's okay. a, is it a Freudian slip? I like, think it was a Freudian slip. Yeah, the letter further Indians. states Damn, that the announce. Dude. Okay, listen what the letter further states. The Lazy Indians is like saying dirty juice. You really can't say that. <laughs> But it's I, terrible. but I will like say, if your team was the thirty Jews, like they, gentlemen, the, the dirty, dirty Jews, the dirty Jews. I, I meant thirty. It I says didn't mean 30. thirty. I was trying not to say it, so I said it. So listen to this. So, so you're 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 against the announcer for saying lazy Indians, right? We're all sitting here saying we're against the announcer. Then you're gonna turn your ire towards the, the other the, people. The letter further states that the announcer did apologize to Browning's head coach following the game and claimed the comment had been an unintentional blunder. The announcer was subsequently fired. Lost the job. Lost the job! Because he says lazy instead of lady. That's right. I mean, what's crazy about that is they needed to take more time, I think, and investigate exactly what happened. So their decision I, to fire him was, was kind of lazy. lazy. Yes. I was totally right. right. You're right. absolutely right. Browning school officials told him. Which is very lady of them. In a, it's very lady. They had a letter following the instance that it was an imperative to treat each other with civility, respect. Yeah, which by the way, the guy went over and apologized. Right. The person went over so and apologized. So what, you can't even make a mistake according and then to, apologize and like... According to a statement released by a former Columbia Falls school principal, a parent of a Columbia Falls basketball player was spotted holding a sign with the letters FTI written on it on a game in, I don't know what that means, some interpreted as a racist remarks towards Native Americans. That is terrible. But I do think they should read I think if the person issues an apology to the school, I think if the person goes and speaks to the student body at that school and said, hey, I just made a mistake, and this is a lesson in life. Sometimes you make mistakes, yeah. and the right thing to do is to apologize. Yeah, I own think it. you bring that person back, right? 
owning it. I wonder how it would be for him, though, if, if he did come back. Like, maybe he... I don't know. Might be hard to recover from something like that, but but at that one, that's not that bad. It's like I would. I see why it's offensive, but it's not. It's, it's not, not like you're not dropping the worst an one. Was, uh, uh, James Earl Jones. Yep, uh, was receiving an award mm-hmm. at some some lifetime achievement kind of thing. I'm not sure exactly what it was, and uh, the guy announcing, I can't remember who it was. Yeah, said James Earl Ray, Ooh. who would who was a. <laughs> He was a serial killer, right? He, no, he, he was killed, killed Martin Luther he King. Killed, he shot Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King. King. Yeah, and the, getting, I mean, the place just went. This is years ago. I'm sure it's on YouTube or something. But we're going to give that him, one. I mean, did that guy keep his job? Uh, yeah, James the lazy Earl Indian Ray, guy should be able to keep his job if yeah. the James Earl Ray, Ray guy, guy did. got his job. Because that's a really bad thing. Oh man, the guy it was who a killed one of the pop. greatest people of all time yeah. is never going to get a lifetime achievement. He's going to get life, oh, but he's not going to get a lifetime achievement award. Yeah. All right, James Earl Jones handled it amazingly well. Of course, not surprisingly, he he's, rolled he's with right. it very he's well. The, he's there. Darth Vader. Uh, <laughs> Luke, he is your father. Uh, ben Bailey again. The real Ben Bailey.com. You yep. check out uh, and see where you're coming to play because you're a fantastic watch. Uh, follow you on on everything. Yeah, I'm real Ben Bailey on everything. Great. Okay, follow him on everything. Uh, go see him live. You guys will totally appreciate it. It's a really, really great And show. come see us live this weekend. Uh, we are right now, tonight in San Diego. We're at the American Comedy Company. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. These shows are going to sell out. We are getting sort of indication from them that they're already selling really well. So if you want tickets, get them now. We're about to do, we did a bunch of press this morning. So San Diego is going to come out and see these shows. Amy uh, Miller is with us. So these shows are going to be fantastic. She's really great. And then just check all of our schedules. We have all from here, supersclars.com. I just put in all all the new dates we've got through live, May. Live Dumb People Towns, and then we're coming to Burlington, Vermont at the Vermont Comedy Club. We're going to be in Rochester, New York at the Comedy at the Carlson. We got a bunch of stuff too. So check us out supersclars.com, realbambailey.com. This is uh, Wichita Lyman by uh, Terry Joe White. My buddy Chris Casucci gave me that. Uh, Christian Casucci gave me that album. And uh, we'll be back with. Uh, Little voicemail from uh, High Dick Vital. Dick Vital, who's trying to stay young, is trying to stay current, is maybe taking too many drugs from the students he's hanging out with. High Vital, right after this. The strain, and I need you more than won't you. And I want you for time. Uh, that was an awesome interview. Welcome back to the show with Ben Bailey. Uh, he's just fantastic. Go see him live. Uh, we, we started off the show talking about college basketball. We're going to end the show with a little college basketball hoops from uh, the man, the myth, the legend. He's still he's still caught it. He's got to be in his eighties. He's hanging know. he's hanging out with a lot of students, and I always worry about Vital that he's maybe getting a little too into whatever the kids are into these days. Too comfortable with you the drugs. You gotta slow down, guys. This is Hightal could wind up at Burning Man. I don't know if I told you I went to Burning Man, but I mean, Hightal just call him Hightal. Hightal. Dick Hightal. This is what he is. Hi Vital, or as we like to call him Hightal, left a voicemail. Check it out. Oh, look who it is. It's the mirror man. It's the squad bodies. They look at each other. They look at the mirror. Hey, you doing, fellas? Oh, I just want to drop a line and tell you I'm feeling unbelievable. I've been in Colorado licking river toads. I feel unbelievable. I had an idea, fellas. I was going to send Mr. Billis. I was going to send Mr. Billis some poison dart frogs. He can't help himself but lick a frog. He can't help himself. But then I figured, you know, I go all these other ways. I go around. I go through. I go all these other ways. I try to get to Mr. Billis. And it occurred to me the other night. I was watching the Kansas Jayhawks play the 
Wildcats, and they had a brawl for the ages, fellas. It occurred to me like a bolt of lightning. That's how you come at Mr. Bellas. You go straight at him. You go straight at him. I've been eating fruit. I got so many papayas in my system, fellas. I'm dancing on the rooftops. I'm feeling the breeze. I'm doing flips over the moon, fellas, because I'm feeling unstoppable. Oh, and just like the Jayhawks, I'm coming at you. I'm coming at you, Mr. Bellas, straight away like a tornado with fists. I want you there with me, Sclaw Buddies, because I'm going to take him down. We're going to the NCAA tournament, fellas. We're going to the Final Four. And then Dickie V will be back in his chair calling games like he's supposed to be. Like he's supposed to be. I'll see you guys there. Sclaw Buddies! I worry about him. I worry about Vital. I do too. I just get he things he's saying don't make sense, but people still love him. Uh, he did also tell me to go see a show at Dynasty Typewriter on Sunday at eight. Oh yeah, he's a big fan of uh, comedian David Huntsberger. Tickets are cheaper in advance. So where is it? It's Dynasty Typewriter this Sunday, the twenty sixth. And I think if you use the code Sklar Buddies. It gets you two for 20 bucks. Hey, if you're in LA, you got to go see that show. Huntsburger's amazing. So yes. thank you, hi, hi, thank you, hi, Tal. Sunday the 26th, Dynasty Typewriter. Uh, uh, thank you, Ben Bailey. Come see us tonight and tomorrow night or tomorrow night in uh, San Diego. American Comedy, Comedy Company. Company. And then go check out all of our dates at supersclose.com. Punch Waterfalls, guys. This is the Flying Burrito Brothers doing an Aretha Franklin song, Do Right Woman. Do right, people. Just do right by each other. Stop beating each other up. Don't Go punch a waterfall. Uh, we're out. Stop and stop you. A, podca- <clears throat> A podcast network.